This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, March the 27th, as we get through another week of our new normal as we continue to trudge along here and and stay safe, stay healthy out there. And hopefully here at Phillies Today, find some way to bring a a little distraction, a little fun to a uh, otherwise not fun time in the world right now. Yesterday, we talked a lot about the um, potential proposal for when the season can start, how it could start. There's been more information on that potential for neutral site games for the World Series and a whole lot more, but there's still more information coming out about that as we head into the weekend. So I figure I'll save that. We'll get into that on Monday. We're going to do that Phillies X Factor show I talked about next week and continue to find more and more things to talk about with no games to be played as yesterday would have been opening day. Quite the bummer there, but... I figured it's Friday. We're heading into the weekend. Let's have a little fun. We talked earlier in the week about the face of the franchise for each team in baseball right now at the moment, and it's a fun exercise to go through. And and again, it's not the best player on the franchise. It's the face of the franchise. Who's that first person you think of? In some cases, it is the best player, but not always. So I figured it'd be a fun exercise to, to expand it and to do the face of the franchise all time for each of these teams uh, and go through from the AL East all the way to the NL West and go through division by division. Um, last time we started with the NL East, this time let's start with the AL East and we'll, we'll go through each division and talk about each team and who I think, and again, this is subjective, of course, and takes a uh, you know, again, into some su- subjective criteria, but but in my opinion, who I think is the face of each franchise in their history, all-time face of the franchise. Let's start in the AL East. Some haymakers here in the AL East, obviously, starting with Baltimore. Um, this one, for me, really came down to three people. It's Cal Ripken Jr., Brooks Robinson, and Frank Robinson. And I think it has to be Cal Ripken. I think Cal Ripken Jr. is the all-time face of the Baltimore Orioles franchise. Won a World Series there, of course, won MVP there. Um, and uh, the Lou Gehrig streak, you know, broke the streak of the Ironman streak, played every single game for umpteen years, whatever it was, uh, I think. And again, Brooks Robinson, a Hall of Famer, you know, Frank Robinson. I think Rob, Frank Robinson, you know, on two teams. So you ding him a little bit for that, but also an all-time great player. But for me, I'm going to go Cal Ripken. I feel pretty good about it. Earl Weaver, Jim Palmer, some other names that pop in my head. But for me, a relatively easy one, Cal Ripken Jr., the face of the Baltimore Orioles all-time franchise. Boston Red Sox, a little tougher. Uh, I think I think it's still Ted Williams. Uh, I think that's the correct answer, but it's hard to pass over David Ortiz. When you think about all the winning he did, four World Series, um, what he meant to that team, or three of them, if he, I don't, it wasn't on the most recent one, um, three World Series, 
um, what he meant to that team, what he meant to that city. I think he is probably one of the most popular athletes in Boston sports history, but I think when most people, most baseball fans think Boston Red Sox, I think you still think Ted Williams. I think Ted Williams is still that first person that comes to mind. Carl Yastrzemski is one that comes to mind, and, and obviously if you're going to go with the, the championship teams, Ortiz is the clear guy. I think it's still Ted Williams. If you wanted to fight me and tell me it's David Ortiz, I wouldn't put up a huge fight, but for me, I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to go Ted Williams. Don't feel super great about it, but I think that's a uh, that's a close one, but I'll say Ted Williams. The Yankees, the toughest one on the board by far. I mean, they have like, you know, 10 guys who would be the face of any other franchise based on what they did. The Yogi Berras, the Derek Jeters, you know, all these types of guys, but... Um, and the fact that DiMaggio, Mantle, and Gehrig are all also rands here is crazy. I mean, the answer is Babe Ruth. We all know the answer is Babe Ruth. It's Babe Ruth. But uh, because he's, you know, the face of baseball, when you think of the most famous players of all time, Babe Ruth, one of the five names that you will come up with, one of the three names, maybe the one name that you're going to say is the most famous, you know, to baseball fans, to whatever, it's Babe Ruth. Everyone knows Babe Ruth. But, man, DiMaggio, Mantle, Gehrig are three. I mean, that is easily... By far the best Mount Rushmore. If you were doing Team Mount Rushmores, maybe we'll do that at some point as we continue to find new things to talk about without uh, teams. Who would you put on your fan? Each team's Mount Rushmore. Um, the Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, DiMaggio, Mantle, Mount Rushmore is easily the best. Like it's not even a close second. I don't even know who second would be. It's no one in the hemisphere. I mean, you could probably do a second Mount Rushmore of Yankees with like Berra and, and Jeter and those guys that, that would be near the top of any list. So we'll go with Babe Ruth. I think it's an easy decision to go with Babe Ruth. It's just amazing the quality of players the Yankees have had over their time. Tampa Bay Rays. It's a tough one. I haven't been around that long. Um, so I, I really dug deep. We came up with Blake Snell as the current face of the franchise. Um, it has been a franchise that has obviously uh, only been a one World Series, has um, didn't have a lot of success early on. Has had success over the last, you know, couple decades, uh, well, like decade and a half or whatever, really, because they got smart and started learning how to work with less money and all that. But I think Evan Longoria is the answer. You know, Evan Longoria, the first like big time guy they had, and and even then, I mean, it's sad. Evan Longoria, you're we're just talking about, you know. Jeter and Barra, two high-level Hall of Famers, not making the Yankees list. But Whitey Ford, not making the Yankees list. Not even the top four. I think it's Evan Longoria. It's one that I don't feel great about. I'm sure there are other options that you could argue. But I think it's probably Evan Longoria. Um, again, there aren't even that many options you think about. You know, David Price was there for a bit, then left. He had a nice run there. I mean, you know, who, who's, who's over Longoria? Nobody. So... I think it's Evan Longoria. Toronto Blue Jays this is another tough one. Um, it really comes down to two guys for me. I think, you know, you put Dave Steeb somewhere near the list. Jose Bautista had some great years there. Um, but and, and the thing is, a lot of the guys who won the World Series, they were somewhat transient with where they played. Um, like the Ricky Hendersons of the world, Paul Molitor. I mean, those guys are not Toronto Blue Jays. You know, you don't think of them. Joe Carter, uh, I think, has to be really high on the list, spent the, the majority of his career there. Robbie Alomar has to be high on the list. I think it's between Alomar, Carter, and Roy Halladay. I think Halladay, obviously, the bulk of his Hall of Fame career there. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, Alomar played his best years there, was on that team. But Alomar, also, you think about him as an Indian. You think about him as an Oriole. You think about him as uh, even a Met at the end, you know? So 
Um, man, so Alomar, the best player of this group we're talking about. I don't think there's any question about that. I said when we did our list of the all-time starting nine, in my opinion, he's the best second baseman in the history of baseball. That's how good he is. But I think in terms of the Blue Jays, when you think Blue Jays, I think it's probably Roy Holiday. I think it's got to go Doc, and this is a close one. I originally wrote down Alomar, and I'm actually pivoting. I'm changing my answer in the moment. I'm going to go Roy Holiday, and shout out to Doc. Um, Alomar, um, Alomar's close, but I'll go Roy Holiday. And I, I, the thing is, Alomar did win World Series there, so if you want to argue it has to be someone from those teams, I think it's him or Carter. Um, but I'll go Holiday. AL Central, Chicago White Sox. This is an easy one. It's Frank Thomas uh, multiple times over. I know he wasn't on the World Series championship team in 05, but um, – there was no one on that team he would say is the face of the franchise. Mark Burley, maybe the face of that team, but um, it's Frank Thomas. You know, Frank Thomas, and, and unless you want to go back to the Black Sox and Shoeless Joe Jackson, you could argue Shoeless Joe Jackson if you really wanted to get into it that way. Um, legitimately could argue Shoeless Joe Jackson. That's a, a name that pops out. But Frank Thomas, a Hall of Famer, played his entire career for the most part in Chicago, you know, minus a couple years at the end. Uh, I think it's Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, my White Sox face of the franchise all time. Cleveland's a tough one. Um, Cleveland's had a lot of really good players come through those Indian teams of the late 90s and mid 90s, and then later in the 2000s were, were really great teams, and some great players went through there. The Kenny Loftons, the Albert Bells, Carlos Bergas, Robbie Alomar was on that team, Omar Vizquel. There's a lot, but I think you got to go older. I think it's got to be Bob Feller, someone who played the majority of his career there, was one of the best pitchers in baseball, Hall of Famer. Um, not a lot of high level options here, but I think you're going with Bob Feller there. Uh, moving on to the Detroit Tigers. This one's really tough. Miguel Cabrera in recent years, he was the face of the franchise now still, even though he's not very good anymore. has to be on the list, won a triple crown there, but I guess it's gotta be Ty Cobb. Um, I don't feel great about it. Um, but I mean, Ty Cobb potentially on the Mount Rushmore of baseball players when you think about it all said and done. So, um, I think it's probably Ty Cobb, but again, you know, if, if you wanted to argue that it's Miguel Cabrera because he spent the bulk of his career there, I get it. Um, and, you know, with uh, uh, Ty Cobb, um, I, I just think it's Ty Cobb. You know, he finished his career with the A's, but ultimately a, a Detroit Tiger. So Ty Cobb, the answer there. I think that's a, a, a pretty easy one when you talk it out. Kansas City Royals, it's George Brett. That's another relatively easy one for me. Um, had some great players over the years. Obviously, they won the World Series a few years ago with the Hosmers and the Alex Gordons and all that. But... I mean, George Brett, a high-level Hall of Famer, was the best player on the Royals for a long time, and um, also, you know, World Series winner there, um, you know, made it to the World Series in 80 there, so I think it's George Brett. I feel pretty good about that one. That one, one of the easier ones in my mind. Minnesota Twins, uh, it really came down to two names for me with the Twins. Um, it came down to Harmon Killebrew and Kirby Puckett, and I could see going either way. Both Hall of Famers. Killebrew, a much better player. I don't think there's any question about that, but Puckett won the World Series, won two of them, and was uh, had that huge home run in Game 6, was a massive part of that winning the World Series team. So I'm going to go with Kirby Puckett over Harmon Killebrew, and Killebrew, again, a better player, but I think it's Kirby Puckett. I feel pretty confident in that one. And again, if you disagree with any of these, hit me up on Twitter, at James Seltzer. I would love to bat it around. As I've already said a couple days ago, my brother got after me. Uh, for picking Derek Jeter over Alex Rodriguez as the best shortstop in my lifetime, and he was right. You know, I thought Rodriguez moved third, and I, I held that against him, but he played over 90% of his starts at shortstop, and he was a better player. So um, good call there, Pedro. I'll give you that one. All right, moving on to the AL West, the Houston Astros. This one's interesting because I said the face of the franchise right now is cheating. 
And I think that that is definitely the fan. It might, might not be in the all-time phase of the franchise when it's all said and done. But um, it's funny because you go back to when they were an NL team uh, for the names that you really throw out there. I mean, Nolan Ryan comes to mind, Craig Biggio. But I think it's probably Jeff Bagwell, Hall of Famer, um, really great player. Him and Biggio for so long carried that team, got them to their first World Series before they would eventually win one in 2017. Um, obviously, they have some great players now, but I think just the careers haven't been long enough. And, and the cheating thing is really... Um, and kind of puts a cloud over it all of it. So I'm going to say Jeff Bagwell, and uh, I, you know, I, it could be convinced to go another way, but I'll say Jeff Bagwell. Uh, the LA Angels. This one's a tough one um, because they haven't really had a lot of great guys. They won the World Series in '02. Um, Tim Salmon is a name that pops in my mind. Spent his whole career there. Really good player. Not a great player, but he was like an angel. Garrett Anderson was on those teams. That's someone who sticks out. Nolan Ryan spent some time there, but. I'm going to do it. I, I think it's Mike Trout. I think it's Mike Trout because Mike Trout will go down as the greatest angel of all time. Done period. He's already the greatest angel. He is. Already what he's done. He's the greatest player in angels history. Face of baseball now along with Bryce Harper as we talked about. So um, I could see pushback on that just because, you know, it's it's such a short period of time to say that he's the face of the franchise all time. But I'm going Mike Trout and I feel pretty good about it. So Mike Trout for me for numerous reasons the all-time face of the Angels. Oakland A's is another tough one. Really came down to two names, and there's some great ones. Like Jose Canseco uh, went 40-40 there, first guy to do that when he did it. Mark McGuire had some great years there. Those guys also played on other teams. Um, it really comes down to two guys for me, and both guys played prominently for the A's and the Yankees, uh, Reggie Jackson and Rick Anderson. And again, there are other names you could put out there, some great pitchers over the time and all that, but I'm going to say Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson had his best years in Oakland, one World Series in Oakland, was part of those great teams. Um, Henderson, it's just tough because he was on those Blue Jays teams too. He was on the Yankees for the early part of his career. You know, you can go so many ways with that, but I think he had his best years as an Oakland A. And um, I'm going to give it to the A's. I'm going to give it to Ricky Henderson again. This is a tough one if you want to argue that he wasn't there that long comparatively and you want to go with Reggie Jackson totally fine with that but um i think ricky uh you know was there again when they won that world series granted reggie was there when they won world series before um ricky henderson you know made his debut for the a's and came back played five years for the a's and then another four um so nine years you know was the the most and then one more year later actually so 10 years out of uh you know it's so many years in, in major league baseball uh i'll go ricky henderson i feel solid about it not amazing but solid, and also an obviously all-time great player. Seattle, this one's pretty easy. It's Ken Griffey Jr. I know he left and went to Cincinnati later on, and you know you could say Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez, now a Hall of Famer, certainly an all-time great guy you associate strictly with Seattle. But I'm going to go Ken Griffey Jr. I feel very good about it. Kind of put the Mariners on the map, to be honest. Um, obviously, you know when he was younger, one of the best players in baseball, a Hall of Famer, easily. Uh, I'll go Griffey, and I feel. Really good about that one, too. Uh, Texas Rangers is a tough one. Um, I got it down to two names, even though you could argue a lot of different names with me and I wouldn't fight you. Uh, I think it comes down to Pudge, Rodriguez, and Adrian Beltre. Uh, both um, obviously had success in other places as well, but really the bulk and heart of their careers, the longest part of their careers with the Rangers. I'll go and both uh, Pudge already a Hall of Famer, Beltre will be a Hall of Famer. I'm going to go Pudge. I'm going to go Ivan Rodriguez over Beltre. Again, this one's close, and if you want to argue with me that it's Beltre, I wouldn't fight you too hard on it, but I'll go Ivan Rodriguez. I think maybe a slightly better player, though. 
It's really close. Beltre was so great. Great defensively, great offensively. I'll go Ivan Rodriguez, but um, again, I, I could easily be dissuaded somewhere else. All right, let's go to the NL. Let's start with the West and move our way back to the East and finish out in the East. It's the opposite of what we did last time. NL West, starting with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I actually think it's Randy Johnson. And I think you could say Luis Gonzalez. You could say Paul Goldschmidt, who was there for a long time before getting traded. Um, but I think, you know, Randy Johnson, one of the, you know, World Series MVPs for them, along with Schilling, had a really great run there. I think when you think about the Diamondbacks, Luis Gonzalez makes a case. You know, he had the 50 homer season there, had the best hit, you know, biggest hit in the history of the franchise, but the game winning off Mo, you know, won the World Series with it, essentially. Um, so I could be talked into Luis Gonzalez, but Randy Johnson, just such a more high-level all-time player that I'm going to go Randy. Colorado is a tough one. Uh, we mentioned Arenado as the face of the franchise currently. I think he's in the discussion for the time he's had there. Larry Walker, absolutely in the discussion, but also had a lot of great years of the Expos too. I think it's probably Todd Helton when you think about spending really his whole career there and the numbers he put up and the time he was there. I'm going to go Todd Helton, but if you want to go Larry Walker, if you want to Fight me on that. I won't I won't push back too hard, but I'm going to go Todd Helton just because spent his whole career there, never played anywhere else, and was a really underrated, really good player for a long time. LA Dodgers is a tough one. There's another team that you can make a Mount Rushmore of and have a lot of great ones. Um, I mean, for instance, I don't know, Sandy Koufax, someone who is right there, but I mean, Jackie Robinson's the face of the Dodgers. It is what it is. I mean, it's impossible to argue it, and I know you could do a Brooklyn LA thing and give Jackie Brooklyn and Sandy LA, whatever you want to do. Sandy Kovac, so high on my list. Um, but I give it to Jackie Robinson for a million different reasons, which are, you know we all know. But I think it's Jackie Robinson is the all-time pace of the Dodgers, though. Um, there are a lot of great names. If we do a Mount Rushmore show, I bet you that Dodgers one is right there, one of the top two or three after the, the Yankees in terms of the best group of Mount Rushmores uh, of all time. All right, uh, San Diego Padres, that's a stone-cold lock, a very easy one. It's Tony Gwynn. I think we all know that. Spent his whole career there. Um, Trevor Hoffman's a name that come to mind, now a Hall of Famer, but I think this one... Among the easiest on the board when you think Padres all-time, you think Tony Gwynn. I think that is a, a layup of an answer. San Francisco, the Giants. This is a, whether New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants, whatever you want to say. This is a, a tough one just because um, two of the greats of all time were there. Um, to not give it to Barry Bonds is amazing, but Bonds also was in Pittsburgh and spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh early on. Willie Mays was the giant his whole career, except for a tiny bit of time at the Mets at the end. So uh, I think it has to be Willie Mays. I think people think Willie Mays first. Um, I can't believe I'm keeping Bonds off any all-time list ever. I think, he, as I've said many times, is the best player I've ever seen in my life. But you uh, can't put him over Willie Mays in this type of thing, a face of the franchise type thing. It's Willie Mays. Willie Mays is the Giants. And Willie McCovey also should be really on that list too. That's all of them out, Rushmore. When you go Bonds, Mays, McCovey, and whoever else you want to throw in third, fourth, maybe we'll figure that out. That's a all-timer. Seriously, has a chance to be right there with the Dodgers, right behind the Yankees. That's a, a great one. Uh, moving on to the Cubs. This is another just stone-cold mortal lock, even though obviously you know that World Series team will be special and all that. Ernie Banks, let's play two, is absolutely the face of the Cub for such a long time. The only great player they had, 500 home run club guy. Ryan Sandberg had some great years in Chicago too, but Ernie Banks has to be the guy who uh, you think of as the Cubs' face of the franchise. Moving on to the Cincinnati Reds. This one's, at least for me, a, a relatively easy one as well as uh, I think it's Johnny Bench. And you could argue Pete Rose obviously had some – 
amazing years there, some impactful years. Um, anyone really on that big red machine team, there's a lot of uh, arguments for. But I think it's Johnny Bench, the best catcher ever, potentially. Um, you know, right there after Piazza and, and Ivan, uh, certainly with Piazza and Ivan, uh, I was just doing a My Lifetime. Johnny Bench, I think a lot of people would think the best catcher of all time. I think he's the face of the Reds franchise of all time. Milwaukee's another pretty easy one. Um, it's Robin Yount, uh, really the only Hall of Fame great player they had for a really long time, kind of carried that franchise for a long time. I, I don't even know who would be second. I mean, Christian Yelich, if he does it for another decade, maybe he gets there. But I think Robin Yount, a pretty easy answer for Milwaukee. Um, this actually, uh, this uh, the NL Central, the easiest one in terms of not having too many issues to, uh, to sort out. Pittsburgh, it's Roberto Clemente. I mean, lock that in. You know, Willie Stargell, obviously. Bonds early in his career. I mean, there are some names you can mention, but it's got to be Clemente. You know, a, a all of, Hall of Fame player, 3,000 career hits, just a um, such an important figure in baseball and baseball history. I think it's Roberto Clemente pretty easily there. St. Louis, uh, I came down to two. It's either Albert Pools or Stan Musial for me. I'm going to give it to Musial. Um, the all-time card, spent his whole career there. Pools, though, did win World Series there, and it's tough. I'll go Stan Musial. No, Pools, a better player. Let's get this straight. Pools, a better player, over 600 career home runs, over 3,000 career hits, a better player. But I think that when you think of the Cardinals, I think Stan the Man still has that kind of hallowed spot there and spent his whole career there. I'll go Stan Musial over Pools, but I, you know, easily could be convinced to go the other way. All right, NLEs, finally, we're there. Atlanta, easy. Hank Aaron, lock that in. It's lockiest lock of all locks. By far a lock. They have a good Mount Rushmore, though. I mean, Greg Maddox would be in there. Chipper Jones in there. Eddie Matthews. There's a lot of big-time talented players from the Atlanta Braves over the history, or the Boston Braves, or Milwaukee Braves, or whatever they were. I'm not Boston. Um, so a lot of talent, but that's an easy Hank Aaron. Miami's tough. The Miami Marlins, uh, I mean, they've had some World Series championship teams. You know, they had um, the the Josh Beckett team. Um, they had, obviously, the uh, the Pudge Rodriguez team. They had um, a lot of, of, you know, the 1997 teams. They've won two World Series teams. Um, but I think it's, you know, I, there was one guy who was named Mr. Marlin. One guy who was the guy there for the longest period of time. I think Jeff Conine. The face of the Marlins. How about that? Does that sound ridiculous? Is it a little ridiculous to put him over the guys we just mentioned? I think it might be. I think it might be. But you know what? We're going to go with Jeff Conine anyway. When I think of the Marlins, and I'm weird, I think of Jeff Conine. Come at me. All right, New York Mets, another relatively easy one. Granted, they've had some great players, certainly when I was growing up with Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden. And, um, you know, they've had some some really David Wright, someone I think a lot of people would say the face of the Mets for a long time. But it's Tom Seaver. I think we all know that. We should know that. Tom Seaver, the greatest Met in history. Um, and I think if you ask the Mets fan who's the all-time face of the franchise, I think they would say Tom Seaver. Phillies is easy. It's an easy one. We talked about it many times over. The best third baseman in the history of the game. The best player in the history of the team. Most home runs with one franchise. A, a guy who only played with one franchise ever. The most home runs at 548. Michael Jack Schmidt. Easily your face of the Phillies franchise. Not even a question. Last one. Uh, Expos Nationals. The Expos will split it up. The Expos is either Rusty Staub or Vlad Guerrero, and it's probably Rusty Staub. La Grande Orange, as they used to say. Um, but uh, Vlad certainly right there, and obviously a Hall of Famer could be considered. And 
for the Nats, I mean, like, it's it's probably Ryan Zimmerman as the all-time face of the franchise was that first great player on the team and still there. I think that's the key. Look, Bryce Harper had a chance to really be the face of that franchise all time, and some people might still think he is, but I think you give it to Zimmerman. He's still there. He stayed there. Um, Ryan Zimmerman probably the face of the Nationals all time, but not a, uh, not a home run answer, not an exciting answer, but I think it's Ryan Zimmerman. So... Um, that was a fun exercise. I enjoyed that, and uh, definitely hit me up again at James Seltzer if you have any disagreements. Some of the toughest ones are easily disagreeable with, like Toronto. I still don't feel good about that call. Um, you know, uh, if you want to fight me on that, Beltray versus Pudge was a tough one. Um, you know, there there are a few in there that are really tough to call, and uh, I don't know if I made the right decision or not. Let me know. Um, if I did. Uh, otherwise, uh, thank you for letting me have a little fun on a Friday and hopefully you had a little fun too. And, um, you know, have a happy, safe, healthy weekend. Stay safe, stay careful. If you're, you know, social distancing, uh, uh, stay away from people. If you go out, if you have to go out, try and be careful and, um, just stay healthy. And, uh, again, we'll be back next week and we'll continue to do what we do and hopefully be able to provide some fun and a distraction for everyone. So until then, Have a wonderful weekend, and again, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.